Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. I am your host, Peter Komalafe. This is where we talk about money and all things personal finance, where we help you make the best financial decisions possible because money is a tool and life is for living. When you hear the phrase financial freedom, what comes to mind? Just take a second to think about that because you wouldn't be wrong if in the social media age you hear the phrase financial freedom and your mind automatically drifts to Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and the assumption that you have to attain that level of wealth in order to be financially free. Uh, I don't agree with that notion. I believe that financial freedom is a spectrum, and that's what we're going to talk about here on the podcast today. We can talk about the various stages on that spectrum, um, how you can actually move through the stages, and I'll talk about where I feel I fit on this spectrum as well. And the hope is that you'll take this one piece of homework Go document, where do you fit? What do you need to do to get to the next level? But before we begin, a couple of things. First and foremost, part of this podcast will be visual. So if you are listening on Apple or Spotify or Google, you're not necessarily going to get the benefit of the visual side to this. So I'd encourage you to visit the YouTube channel. The video will be up at 12 p.m. today. Secondly, I do have a message from our sponsors for the next few episodes of the podcast. So we often talk about investing on our podcast, emphasizing how important it is in attaining financial freedom. In fact, it's one of the five key principles that I talk about in my book. And we're aware that when we're investing, it can be thought with all kinds of risk and having the faith in your ability to make informed decisions and adopt effective investment strategies is crucial to success in terms of gaining financial freedom. That's why I've teamed up with IG, who are our sponsors for the next few episodes, because it's not enough to simply just desire financial freedom. You have to actively go out and pursue it, right? Merely hoping for the best, best won't suffice, and you have to take action to make it a reality. Now, IG provides a range of complimentary online courses to assist you in investing, so that you're investing not out of you know the thrill of missing out, but with a strategic approach with strategic planning. To find out more, there is going to be a link in the show notes. Click on that. It will give you access to the IG Academy. It's completely free. And if you're here on YouTube, the the link will be in the description down below. But please do remember that when investing, your capital is at risk. Now let's get stuck into this because I'm going to be forthright with you. I'm on my own journey to financial freedom. Many people assume because I've got a podcast and I've you know, got a YouTube channel and I've been doing a little bit of media recently that I've automatically scaled to the heights of a millionaire. And that is not the truth. I'm still very much on my journey. And so when I talk about financial freedom, please take that in mind. This isn't, you know, I'm up here, you're down here. I, if anything, I can relate to the first three to four, five stages of of this of this spectrum uh, because I've lived it and I'm sure that many of you will be here as well. So let's have a look at what the very very first stage of financial freedom is. And this is the lowest one where most people will find themselves if you've just come out of uni maybe, if you've just gone into a job, you're probably at this phase where you are in that dependency phase where unfortunately all of your your financial resources are tied around your income and your income may be solely focused on how do you survive? And I have definitely been there where I've not had enough money to be able to think about the future. I definitely haven't been able to think about how I save or how I invest. 
I'm essentially in this mode where money comes in and it goes for my expenses. And if you've picked up my book, this is where I just want to share maybe a little bit of a visual with you because I think it'll be quite important to bring this in and bring this to life. So you may recognize this from the book. This is the three bucket system that I talk about. And when you talk about budgeting specifically, so this isn't the B part of my basic formula around budgeting. For most people in the dependency uh, phase or, or stage of financial freedom, a couple of things are happening really. And the couple of things that are happening is that, you know, you have your essential spend, which is this red bucket right here. And really your income comes here and pretty much majority of it goes towards your essential uh, expenses. This is your rent, your gas, your electric, uh, things that you actually need to survive. If you're lucky at this stage, you may have a little bit of additional money to go into this blue bucket right here, which is essentially for your non-essentials. And you know, in this bucket, you're going to have things like Netflix subscriptions, gym memberships, maybe the things that make make everything worthwhile, the things that you enjoy doing. They give you a little bit of escapism so that you don't feel as though you're simply just going to work and it's repeat every single day and that's all you're doing. Whilst you might be in the dependency phase and you might be at this you know, um, paycheck to paycheck uh, environment, what is happening here is you don't have any resources at all going into this green bucket right here. And if you read the book, this is all about your other, where you tie a particular goal, a particular aspiration. It could be investing. It could be building an emergency fund. It could be buying your first home and saving for a deposit for that. But at this dependency st stage, you have zero income going here. So most of your expenses goes here, and here in, in the essential and non-essential uh, pots of your money in terms of your budgeting structure. That's dependency phase. Now, phase two in this financial freedom spectrum is where you start to gain basic financial security. And at this stage, you probably now have about three, maybe six months worth of an emergency fund set aside. And you're no longer living just to pay your expenses. This is also where you're probably looking at things like your high interest debt to things like overdrafts, things like credit cards, um, debt that is costing you more money in the long run because you're paying interest on them. You're also probably looking at those thinking about how can I actually pay this money down and release the, the, the drain that, that it, that it creates on my income. Now, at this phase, we talk about emergency funds all the time. And oftentimes people talk about, well, how much should I actually have? And I always say to people, well, how long is a, is a piece of string, really? I mean, what do you feel that you need to have in a bank account that will give you enough uh, security, peace of mind to know that if you were to lose your job tomorrow, you're going to be okay. You can cover your expenses for an extended period of time. Now, I have seen people basically look at three months, six months, nine months. When I was advising, I even had someone who said 12, 18 months worth of monthly expenses set aside to give them that peace of mind. Now, obviously, depending on where you are, will depend will determine how much you want in an account. But the rule of thumb is typically around about three to six months. Now, I'm not going to lie. I do talks all the time. And when I say three to six months and people start to do the mathematical calculation of, right, my expenses come to maybe a thousand pounds a month, which means I need three to six thousand pounds. 
it can scare people. It, it really can. People can become very uh, worried that no, this is just a mountain too far to climb. Um, and look, I always say to people, look, it's all about baby steps. So if you identify, look, in an ideal world, I want three months, six months worth of emergency funding available to me. Well, the question is, how do you start small? So if you know that it's going to be a, a tall order, you're not going to be able to get there within even six months time. What are the small milestones that you can put in place? That's really important. But basic financial security is all about having that security around your expenses, knowing that you can pay your bills should anything happen. And believe me, when you get to this phase of, of the financial freedom uh, spectrum, this is really where you learn a lot and you start to garner the confidence to start kicking through the remaining phases of financial freedom. This stage right here is pivotal. Now, stage three is where you start to gain debt freedom. And this right here is an achievement because at this stage, you've successfully been able to pay off any of your non-mortgage debt. So this will be your credit cards, your personal loans, your car finance, or anything else that you might have. This is relinquishing yourself of the financial drain that debt has on your income. You also now at this stage have your three to six months worth of emergency fund. Now just close your eyes and just think about what that would feel like. It feels amazing to know that you've got enough money to cover your expenses for a period of time and you have no high interest rate debt. I mean, you can still have your mortgage, that's fine, but you have none of these debts that are consistent monthly repayments that you have to commit to. And what this essentially does, it gives you a stepping stone to the next phase of this financial freedom spectrum and allows you to start to build the building blocks to become truly financial freedom, financially free. Because now you've got your three to six month expenses tucked away. You now have no debt draining your income. And so the money that would have gone towards your debts, you can now start to put towards your goals. So going back to what I referenced to here, you now have sufficient money going into this pot right here to make your aspirations come true. And let's be, let's just say freedom is your goal at this stage. You obviously put a number to that. You put some structure around that. But you now have a nice stream of money, call it 500 pounds a month, going into this pot, if not more, to help you attain this. And this is where I talk about in the book that this pot, the green pot, the other pot, is integral to moving yourself through. Number one, not even just the, 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 the inertia that you feel originally when you're just learning about money and trying to understand new concepts and embed new habits, new behaviors, this is integral. This is absolutely key. So let's talk about the very, very next phase when it comes to the financial freedom spectrum. The next phase, which is phase number four, talks about a comfortable lifestyle. Now, at this stage, you have built substantial savings and investments. You can afford to enjoy some leisures, some activities, some hobbies, things that might be occasional luxuries, right? So remember, now you've got three months, six, three to six months worth of an emergency fund. 
you have no more high interest debt. You now are putting money into savings and investments. Life now becomes very, very comfortable. You no longer have those financial pressures necessarily. You're able to think more proactively about what is coming down the track and also the kind of things that you want to begin enjoying. So those could be more holidays. It could be anything else. It could be getting experiences. But this is the stage where you start to get really comfortable and you start to realize that actually there are there are choices to be made in life. And there are choices that you probably want to enjoy your time making and doing at the same time. This is a pivotal part. And I'm somewhere between this stage right now and stage number five, which is financial freedom. So in the financial freedom phase, it's a major milestone. Generally speaking, you've accumulated uh, enough investments to cover your essential living expenses through some kind of passive income. And this could be by way of stock market investments, or it could be by way of properties. But in this phase of financial freedom, you're not necessarily relying on traditional employment anymore to pay for your bills. You've got security, you haven't got that drain of debt anymore on your income, your investments are now paying your essential bills. And this is this is kind of what I'm on the cusp of at the moment. I'm working extremely hard to be able to attain myself. The feeling of making the transition through all of these, I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier on that you start to learn a lot and you start to gain confidence in your ability. And I cannot stress how, how, how true that is. And I can, I can talk about this from personal experience. You know, if you're like me, you never got taught about money when you were younger. A lot of the time you fumble and you falter and you're just doing things out of trial and error. And when you start to understand a system or get to grasp with a system that really, really works for you, you get confidence in knowing, okay, this this really does work. And the strangest thing happens because if we go back over the phases and we go back to dependency at phase one and we go back to phase two where you know um, you're getting to the point where you have basic financial security, the lessons that you learn there are so integral. I mean, the habits that you have to embed, particularly as you move through to 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 phase three being, you know, getting debt freedom and getting to phase four where you have a comfortable lifestyle, your financial habits have to change. And in doing so, what the strangest thing happened for me, at least I can speak for myself, as I started to change my habits and I started to notice positive change, my mind started to go into overdrive thinking, okay, this really works. How do I accelerate? How do I push myself even further to get to the next stage quicker. And I believe that that's a journey that everyone will go on to. But when you get to the stage where you have financial freedom, now you're really talking about, okay, like you see life in a completely different phase. And I believe that most people want to get to phase five of this journey because the remaining three phases that I'm about to go through with you are very, very high tier. And it's not to say not to aim for that, but I personally, if I, if I am able to achieve five, full financial freedom, my expenses being paid for my income, I would be very, very content. And being able to push to the next level is then doesn't just become about you. It becomes about something much, much bigger. Now, phase six is abundant lifestyle. And this is where, you know, financial resources provide a lifestyle that goes beyond just your basic needs. People in this stage can indulge in more extensive travel 
hobbies and entertainment. They may also be more flexible to explore new careers or maybe even entrepreneurial ventures. They may be looking to start a business and do something of their own, something to to it to compound what they've already built. Now, for people that I have met who are in this phase, they are still very, very intentional around their money. Like I said, the habits and the lessons that you learn to embed going through phase one to phase five, when you get to phase six from speaking to people who are already there, the habits kind of begin to accentuate themselves and start to compound on themselves. They've learned a lot. They understand how things now work and they use that to amplify even more. But at this stage, you have more, you have more choice, more flexibility. And if anything, I think that's what we all crave for, more choice. Now, phase seven is generational wealth. And this is where, you know, you've amassed significant amounts of money in assets, in investments that can be passed down to future generations. So it's not just about you anymore. And at this stage, you may start looking at things like philanthropy, how you can actually help secure, you know, things beyond just your family and and, and your immediate bloodline necessarily. I think when we talk about financial freedom, social media automatically takes you to phase seven, completely forgetting that there are six other phases or stages before this. And yes, the Jeff Bezos is the Elon Musk of this world, the Bill Gates of this world, they are in these phase. Actually, I would argue they've surpassed this phase. This is phase seven. There's still one more phase to go. Those guys have got here and they're way beyond this now. They have enough money to be able to live on, encapsulating everything that we've already spoken about and more. And the money that they've amassed is way beyond what they will ever need. They will be able to satisfy needs for their for their kids, for their grandkids and their great-grandkids if, if, if that is what they actually want to do. The last phase in financial freedom is financial legacy. And this is the highest level of financial freedom. It involves having a legacy that transcends just your personal wealth. So yes, you're thinking now about how can I set something up to benefit the larger world beyond uh, my own existence, beyond my own bloodline, beyond beyond my own future generations. This is where you start talking about, you know, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, them leaving all of their money to charity to better uh, the future for people that will probably never would have heard of them, but will still be beneficiaries of their wealth and of their work through their lifetime. And this stage is, I look, I can't even relate to this stage but it is a stage that I guess many people aspire to. And to get here is very, very intentional. Most people who get here, I would argue, will be masters of industry of some kind who created businesses, created something that benefits or is operational, needed in the world as we currently know it. But those are the eight phases of financial freedom. Where are you? I'm somewhere between four and five. I'm trying to get to five right now. And look, it's been a very, very long journey. If you've been listening to my journey, I started off in foster care from three months to eight years old, shipped over to Nigeria, sent back when I was 18 with 50 quid in my pocket, sleeping on the streets. I don't have a university degree. I learned everything I know about money through working in financial services over the last 15 years and advising very wealthy people. I've had to change and battle with my own behavioral patterns and my own uh, unhealthy financial habits and perceptions and attitude towards money to be able to get to this point right now. And it is still very much a journey that I'm embarking on myself. I don't know what the future actually holds, but one thing that I do know is that I'm I'm much 
further down this road, this spectrum of financial freedom that I than I than I ever have been, and ever could have really hoped to have been, if I'm honest, when I was on the streets, to think that I would be in a position where, you know, I'm comfortable, I have really no debts apart from my mortgage, and that we paid off hopefully in the next couple of years. That's what I'm working towards. To think about that when I was 19 on the streets is a very, very, very big shift. And if you get anything from this episode, I want you to think about your journey. I want you to think about the the progress that you've made. Don't think about necessarily the fact that you're not where you want to be. I don't think anybody is where they want to be if we were really, really critical of ourselves. But I think thinking in that way robs us of appreciation, robs us of the acknowledgement that we have already done an extremely good job. And ultimately, we have the tools to get us to the phases or the stages of life that we want to get to. And where we decide and where we get to is completely and utterly within our control. So let me know what you think of this uh, podcast episode. If you are on YouTube, I would love to know what stage you find yourself at and where you want to get to. Do you want to get to level eight? I would love to know. Do you want to get to level seven? Do you want to get to level six? Or is level five more than enough for you? Do you want to get to level four? No judgment here, but I would love to know. Remember, money's a tool, life is for living. I will catch you next Monday.